What is going on, everyone? Um, this is our second episode of The Greatest. Uh, uh, last time we talked about the greatest guitarists of, uh, of history. And this time we're going to be doing the same exact thing, but the bass of the band, which is the drummer. The drummer holds the one of the most important parts of a band, in my opinion. Wouldn't you guys agree? Yeah. Yeah, I'd yeah. agree. Got to have a good backbone for a band. Exactly. We have Chris in the, in the midst. Um, Chris Lagnese is a great drummer. He's a... Right, Chris? <laughs> I don't like to brag about myself. He is, it, ladies and gentlemen. Um, but we're going to start off with me. I'm going to say my favorite drummer, and I think he is one of the best ever. Um, his name is Stuart Copeland, and he is the drummer from the band Police. Um, they were most popular in the late seventies and, uh, the early eighties and Copeland defined his own sound by playing a lot of symbols, which, uh, gave like the police, this signature, like reggae-esque sound. You guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Play, he used yeah. a lot of, yeah. yeah, I get it. He used a lot of symbol and, and hi-hat and it just gave it a nice crisp sound. Um, after the police broke up, though, he became very successful on his own, and he produced um, many various movie and video game soundtracks. And so he's like, he's rolling in it now. I never knew that, actually. <laughs> um, he actually even came out with some of his own studio albums. And um, again, in my opinion, I think he is one of the best drummers to live. Just, just his own style is so, is so recognizable. But yeah, mm. that's that's Stuart Copeland, and um, we're going to play a little clip from "Every Little Thing She Does Is Magic" by the Police right now. <laughs> See what I'm talking about? That that high hat, like in the beginning. Pretty solid, yeah. 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 yeah man, that really was good. nice. All right, so um, I think we're gonna pass the the mic over to John. All right, so here's one of my favorite drummers. So going back to the 1970s and 1980s, we got one of the most influential drummers, and also said to be by many one of the greatest rock drummers of all time, Neil Peart, also called the Professor. He was the drummer to progressive rock band Rush back in the 70s and 80s. Also one of my favorite bands as well. The band itself was known for many great classics like Tom Sawyer, Limelight, The Spirit of Radio, YYZ, and a few others. A lot of others, I should say. <laughs> Neil Peart was born September 12th, 1952 in Ontario, Canada. Throughout his life, he saw many ways to try and be a more professional musician. Then came the day he joined Rush. Although it was very unconventional the way he joined. Basically, Rush was two weeks away from their first concert, and their drummer quit. Mm. So they held auditions to get someone really quickly to learn all the music on their first album. Um, their knight in shining armor, Neil Peart, showed up and did his audition, and... He bonded with the band on a pretty good level, and they let him in. I did not Although, know that. Yeah. Although, fun, 
fun fact though, the way he showed up was pretty comical. He showed up in shorts, sneakers. He he drove up in an old beater or an old car, and he stored his drums in metal garbage cans. It was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely a weird way to show up. But anyway, <clears throat> basically, you went through the first concert with them, and he would go on to be one of the greatest rock drummers of all time. Mm. Basically, he would go on mm. to make many great albums with them, like Fly By Night. Was he the main um, the writer, the main writer of the band? Yes, I was going to get to that. Oh. He he was not only the drummer, he was also one of the main lyricists of the band. He wrote a lot of lyrics. And a lot of his lyrics were based off of philosophies from a writer he met when he went over to London, actually. I can't remember her name exactly, but he based a lot of his lyrics off of her philosophies mm. and inspired some of the lyrics from 2112. Mm. Um, he was mainly known for his unique playing style, his massive drum kit that you'd, he'd have to turn 270 degrees sometimes. It was crazy. His strange asymmetric time signatures and rhythms that takes a musical genius to count sometimes, but he made it sound good. Um, and an example of that, here's an excerpt from Tom Sawyer. really good yeah definitely some weird stuff in there at times but very original and creative Mm -hmm. Um, and and may he rest in peace because he just did pass away a couple months ago yes he He will go down earlier this year in january from brain cancer if i'm correct and he may be gone but his memory and legacy may live on Uh, his work would inspire many drummers for generations to come and set the basis, sorry, set the basis for many future drummers. Um, so that's my segment for Neil Pert. Let's pass it over to Zach. All right. My segment is on Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl was the main drummer for the band Nirvana before its dissolution that came with Kurt Cobain's death. Born January 14, 1969, Grohl has since been in many bands, such as Them Crooked Vultures, Queens of the Stone Age, and is the founder, both the lead guitarist and vocalist, alongside being the primary songwriter for the Who Fighters. He basically does all the work for mm. them. It's a bold thing. Grohl has done a lot of work for a lot of different bands. Here's a sample of Dave Grohl's drumming work from his time in Nirvana. Don't know what it means 
Bloom is it? a great song. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Dave Grohl's work is consistently really solid. He, um, he's worked in so many different places that it's like he has a really distinct style that shows through all of it. And I find that really interesting. I agree. I heard I heard somewhere that actually from him that he didn't have drums like like he couldn't like uh, like he didn't have drums when he was little and he'd just sit there with drumsticks and slam pillows with the drumsticks and that's why he plays so aggressively cuz he had to hit the pillows so hard to get the sound out of them. <laughs> so you like you know that signature sound like the bop bop like he yeah, he like beats the crap out of the drums, you know. Yeah, actually, yeah, that that's a sense. pretty good explanation. Mm. But yeah, um, uh, is that it? And that Chris? Yeah, I think All we're right, ready Chris. to pass the torch on to Chris. Alrighty. So next on our list is from the progressive metal band Tool, Mr. Danny Carey. Good band. Danny was born in 1961 in Lawrence, Kansas. And at the age of 10, he started initially taking lessons for the snare drum after joining the school band. And two years later, he started taking lessons for the full drum kit. So also, during his senior year in high school and throughout his college years in Kansas City, he was in the jazz band, which really influences playing. Hmm. And after college, a friend convinced him to move out to Portland, where he got to record groups such as Pygmy Love Circus and Green Jello. Pretty weird hmm. names, I know. Yeah. <laughs> then, then after moving out to L.A., he... Eventually met future tool bandmates Maynard James Keenan and Adam Jones. Mm. And it was actually funny how they met because um, Tool's initial drummer kept flaking out of rehearsals, so Danny decided to fill in, and he got the job. Wow. Hmm. So then, this group, along with bassist Paul D. Moore, formed Tool in 1990. Danny Carey really stands out with his playing to me because of his use of polyrhythms, odd time, and the amount of four-way independence he has between his limbs. Mm. As a drummer, I really look up to Danny Carey as one of the best drummers in the prog metal scene, as well as all time. This can really be seen in most of his work with Tool, but the one that stands out to me the most has to be his drum part from 46 and 2 off their 1996 album Enema. Ooh. That's a great song. I love that. That, is, that song is always a good one. Yeah, he yeah, always loved Danny Carey's drum parts and the bass in those songs are too. Like, like, they, like, there's that whole the whole band is really good. But you need like, 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 um, John said, a nice backbone, which is the drums to just make it all come come together. Yeah. So I guess yes, that's, that's it. Um, we tried to make it a little shorter today. Last time it was it was dragging on a little while, but um. <laughs> uh yeah, that that was the uh the greatest drum drummers in in our opinions of of you know 
of, of, rock, of rock history. Yes. Um, we know we couldn't hit them all. I know there's more out there, but this is just our opinions, so don't hate on us. Um, and it's a free country, whatever yep. you want. Hope everyone's doing okay in these time, these times of of uh, horror outside. You know, this 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 virus. Um, stay stay safe and uh, have a great day, everyone. Yes. Yep. Stay safe, everyone. Stay safe. Keep washing your hands. Yeah. And just practice social to... distancing. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. It's always good. All right. Uh, have a great day, guys. You too. All right. Have a good one. See you around.